This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning and welcome to Consignment Heroes. We are here down here at the Zoomerplex taking your phone calls all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. This is about a show about your family heirlooms, the stuff that's sitting in your in your kitchen, in your garage, in your basement, in your attic. This is that show. We're talking about arts, dishes, uh, cup saucers, lamps, coins, gold, silver, purses, old toys, comics, vases, or vases, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff, old science maps. There's there's a long list, and if you have any of those, even if you have something that's not on the list, and you've been going to call in for weeks, months, years, uh, we are the show to call in. If you do want to reach us right now, we are taking your phone calls live all about stuff. The number is right now is 416-360-0740. Uh, get a pen, get a paper, make sure they both work, because we have a lot of information, including um, not only our store, but our address, gold prices... And uh, again, the number right now to call us in and to reach us is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. We also have more information about our store that's in Richmond Hill. It's at Young and uh, just north of Major McKenzie. It's at 10,341 Young Street, unit number two. And if you want to call that during the week, the number to reach us there is 905 737 Four six five three. Yes. How yes. was your week? I know your week was good because you were in Boston seeing the Red Sox yesterday at Fenway Park. Mm-hmm. Did you have fun? Yeah, it was good. It was fun. Do you know? Experience. And the Jays. You, you well, want... I didn't see the Jays. Jays were here. I know. What a shame, eh? Do you know? I just looked it up. The Raptors, with their playoff wins last year, won more games than the Jays won in 162 games. That's a little bit weird. No, they did. The Raptors won. They won 58 during the season and then won all the playoff games. It's, so It's not good to go against your own Toronto team. No, 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 no. But okay, it's just, uh, they're, they're a disappointment. It's like, I'm a baseball fan. I'm a fan. But that's not my point here. The Raptors and the Leafs. I know we don't usually talk about this, but we're going to talk about sports memorabilia later in the game. Who do you think is going to win more games this year this between year? the Raptors and the Leafs? That's been pretty close. I didn't say pretty close. How much? We're going to put money on the line here. Um, I'm going to say the Raptors are going to. Are we going to win more games than yeah. the Leafs? Yeah. Well, we can't have a bet then because I want the Raptors. I think the Raptors will win You're more. You're supposed too. to go that way around. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. That's not good. But we're going to have a fun season this year anyway. So we're going to have a great show today now that we've got the sports stuff out of the way. Okay. So we're going to be talking about something, a really good news story. I mean, I'm going to hold it because I want to make sure people are ready to hear this good news story. And uh, we, I'm going to talk about, we know we, the Apple and the casino, we might get to that. We're going to have gold and silver prices. We're going to carry a lot of different, uh, talk about a lot of different things today. But the good news story. Okay. So suppose you went to your bank account, okay? Mm-hmm. And you went on Monday and it's got $550 in it. Mm-hmm. And you went on Tuesday and it's got $550 on it. Now, on Wednesday, you went to that bank account. How much do you think is going to be in there? 550 bucks. No, this person had $550,000 in their bank account. Okay. Okay. How? Because they, this is what I'm going to be talking about a little bit on today. In there, they had inherited some money three years ago, but they didn't know it because the lawyer didn't tell them and the people didn't, they didn't know they had this money. Okay. They went there and, uh. Uh, there was $550,000 worth of gold bars and platinum bars in a safety deposit box, and the person had passed away years ago, okay? Mm-hmm. Luckily, they actually, you know our friend Daniel down in London, a London gold buyer, one of the other, like I consider one of the honest gold dealers out there. And I, I even suggest that people should go there because if you're in London you got $300 worth of gold, I don't expect you to drive to Toronto to send your gold into us, Okay. 
But you can go to the, Daniel on Highbury Avenue. I think it's Highbury North or yeah, four seventy five Highbury. Yeah. So he's going to he's and he, he you know, the thing I like about him is he posts his price online, so you know there's everything's transparent. Here's your weight. Here's what I'm paying. Here's what you're going to get. But so Daniel actually helped these people out. They five hundred and fifty thousand dollars in a one safety deposit box. In, it wasn't even full of gold and platinum coins and bars. Okay. Now the point here is that there's a lot of our listeners out there, and they um, they have their wills or the or the, their family, and some people hide stuff away. Okay. So you have to tell someone that it's hidden in the house. You know, like that time we found uh, the, the guy found thirty five hundred dollar bills in the breast pocket of a suit that someone sold to him out of the estate for seventy five dollars. Mm-hmm. And how many times have we found mattress money? We've found mattress money three times now. That in the mattresses, there's actual money. Okay, the one that was on the show, that was Zimbabwe money. We did well with that. But people find there is actually, a lot of people hide it away. There's this term mattress money, and it's true. People do it. But this was $550,000. Now, this is, the point is, is that this person didn't tell anyone it was there. So no one went looking for it. And the lawyers, which are supposed to go look for it, didn't look for it in this case. They finally found it later on. But you've got to tell your stories. How many times have we said this on this show? I want you to tell your story. If you're handing something down or if you're selling it to us or even if you're just keeping it, when you look at something on the wall and it makes you smile, tell the story. Mm-hmm. And tell people if you're going to hand them down some, uh, uh, some of your history, family history, write down on the outside. Just don't give them a photograph and tell them that, you know, don't say anything about it. They won't know who it is. Or if, if it's a painting or something like this or how you got it. There's going to be a story behind everything. And I want the people, if, if one person at the end of the show takes out a pen and paper, I don't do it now because I want them to listen, uh, at the end of the show and takes out a pen and paper and writes down a little bit of a story for who they're going to hand something down to. When, or if they've got something hidden in the house and they hide their money away and don't trust banks for whatever reason, I want them to tell some people. Remember that story? There was 132 ounces of gold found in a furnace. Oh, yeah. I remember, remember that story. Yeah. So, I mean, that's worth more than the house is worth. But this is the point here. You, you've got stuff, and while you're still thinking about it, I mean, you don't want to tell them the hiding place, I guess, right now. But you want to, if you have a, a will or something, tell them that it's there. So they go looking for it rather than sell the house and it's got $200,000 of gold hidden in the attic. Okay, but like if not everyone has gold, everyone no. some has stuff, you know, like there's there's other things that have value as well. Oh, yes, I know, but but the important thing here is if more people write the story or write it down a bit, and it'll even jog their memory 10 years from now, they say, oh, yeah, that's where I put that, okay? Or, and, and that's the other story, like I like, I, and this show is about that, when people call up about the item, and sometimes the item's cool, but the story behind the item is even cooler. You know what I mean? And we've had that a lot of times. Okay, well, if you do have an item or a story, you can reach us right now. We are live. The number is 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. Well, you're going to say something? No, you can go to the board. I was going wondering why you're giving out the number with the board's full. Okay, go to the next. Go to the caller. Um, we're going to go to Margaret in Little Britain. Hi, Margaret. Hello. Hi, welcome to the show. Oh, good morning. <laughs> yes, um, you're wondering what I have. <laughs> yes, what do you have for us today? I have some coins, but uh, they're only, you know, they're not, not very many. Mm-hmm. But I have one from um, a silver dollar from 1951. Okay. And 59, and 60, 65, 68, 69, 71, and okay. a $5 Olympic coin from 1976. Okay, now all of these, except for your $71, are going to be silver. Your yes. do- We're going to go into it later on the show, but oh. your silver dollars right now uh-huh. are selling for around, there's $11.69 worth of silver that we're paying. Mm-hmm. Right now, there's no fees or anything like that for every dollar you have. So if you had 100 of them, we'd give you $1,169. Oh. <laughs> now, your $5 Olympic coin, a lot of people have these at home. They don't even know it. I mean, this happened during the Olympics. The $5 coins have 0.72 of an ounce, 
and the $10 coins are 0.1.44 ounces of silver. So we do buy them, and but there's no collectible value. They were very well marketed. Uh, we get in about uh, four or five sets every week of these. Oh. Uh, now they, you get them in sets of no, but no, but this, this is still worth the silver. Mm-hmm. This is it's a good and bad news story. It's not worth. You're not going to be taking a vacation to the Bahamas with no. this money, <laughs> but you can at least get to Toronto. On um, so we got this here that a lot of people have these, and they have to, they're in large boxes. Sometimes they're four in a box. And there's like 4.32 ounces of silver in them, or they get the boxes with 28 in them. Mm-hmm. And your silver dollars, everything before 1967 is going to be 80% silver. Now, they made some other ones after that. They're little clam packs. They look like little shell packs, as I call them. They mm-hmm. made 50% dollars, and later on they made 925. So they're worth about the, the dollars you're talking about were in your change. And we get those all the time. A person brought in a bunch yesterday. Uh, they come, they bring them into our store. We sell them. They're no, they're not numismatic. Your 51 may be uh, a little bit better, but they're mostly just the silver value on them. But what's wrong with that? I mean, if you have, it's not unusual for someone to have $200 in silver face. And I tell them here, you're going to have $2,500, you know, and it's, that'll, that'll, you know, pay a bill or two. And, (laughs) But it's they're out there. We're going to be giving the gold and silver price because we do this every show, and you got to. I would like people to copy it down, even if you don't sell it to us. Um, but if you get a second opinion, like there was a customer in yesterday actually, and he had a gold watch and uh, or two gold watches. He says, "How much were they?" He sold me everything, but he said um, he came to me and we went through the whole thing. And at the end, he had two watches. He says, "Would you price these separately for me?" And I said, sure, no problem. We don't care. We, we, everything's gold is gold to us. Okay. So we priced him up, and uh, we said we're going to give him $1,584 for him. And he says, well, that's why I came here for a second opinion. As his second opinion, he could, the other person offered him $1,000 for just the same two watches that I was paying $1,584 for. I didn't know that I was competing against someone else. We just oh. give our prices. We're, we we give you our best price right away. We're not one of these places. Oh, we'll give you five hundred. Oh, you don't like that price? I'll give you seven hundred. Anytime that happens, you go into a store. Any kind. If you're going to sell your gold and someone offers you five hundred and then offers you seven hundred, don't walk out of that store. Run out of that store. Okay, because you don't know when they're being honest to you. And uh, that's why we say on here, we give our best price, and we say, you're welcome to go and get a second opinion. This person who was in with the coins, we had two people. Another person who was in yesterday had come in here, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago, and we gave him a price. And um, he went and checked it out, and we were the highest price. And we don't mind that people doing it. We're, we're This is an information sto- show that we're on here, that we try and give you information, and we try and let you – I mean, when we tell you, and when you get two prices, like we say, the other piece of advice we give you, take the higher price. Okay? Right. But that you're coming in from where, Peterborough? Yeah, that area. You're going to have to really love to see me if you're going to only bring those. You can bring other stuff in with you. Okay? But that's what they're worth right now. Okay. So you're saying 80% silver before 1967. Yeah, all of you. There's the same amount of silver as four quarters Mm -hmm. as in a silver dollar. Um, and a lot of people are surprised when I tell them that the nickels aren't silver. That's why I said that's why they're called nickels. Yeah. Okay, because they're not silver. I don't silver. have any of those, but I do have 50-cent pieces. And, yeah, same know, thing. Loonies. Um, no, loonies are not. No, loonies are not, but they're they're worth a dollar. You can still trade them in. Oh, they're still a dollar. Okay. Okay. So how can I tell you, or tell me, what? It, how do you know uh, the silver uh, value? Well, when you say eighty percent silver, okay. Now, no, there eight, but there's point six of an ounce in a silver dollar, okay. and you can call me up and don't go by the price that's on when when you see the news on BNN, they'll give you the price in U.S. money. Like a silver right, uh, gold right now is nineteen hundred eighty Canadian, but in U.S. it's only I think fifteen hundred. And some places will try and tell, oh, it's only fifteen here. I'm paying you fifteen hundred dollars for your gold bar, and you should be paying you nineteen hundred dollars for that gold bar. Okay, so get the second opinion all the time. If you learn anything on this show, get a second opinion. Okay, Okay. two opinions, sell it once, get two opinions though. Okay, Okay. thank you very much. You're welcome. I want to go to Jerry in Stratford. Hi, Jerry. We reached Stratford. (laughs) Hey, Jerry. How are you? Good, welcome. Isn't that the home of Justin Bieber? 
I don't know. Yes, it is. Okay, see? You didn't think I knew that, did you, Bogey? No. no. Yeah, oh, well, that's a biggie, eh? <laughs> How can we help you today? Um, I have a ton of hockey cards. And, I mean, rookies, anything I didn't, I haven't collected since 1992. Good. How long, um, when did you start? Yeah, that's when they flooded the system. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and basically, um, like rookies, Bobby Orr's, and all that kind of stuff. You got an Orr rookie right now? Yes. Okay. It's sitting right in front of me. Okay, I hope it's in a little plastic container. Yeah, um, we in, just uh, sold an Orr rookie for 10000 for ten thousand dollars, it was nice. It was a, it was a, it was great as a six. Uh, yeah, so for that's a client. the one that looks like a TV. Yep, <laughs> yep. that whole set. Now that's got to be well, a nice car right in front of me. Okay, on um, so that's good news. I mean, it's worth the trip to Toronto for ten thousand. On um, but we have to what we do with this stuff. And I said, like a person called me last week with something like Gretzky or how like a how just sold for sixty thousand. Now we didn't sell. Is it. that signed or not? No, that was just a 1951 how in nice shape. The condition matters here, so this is why you bring it into us. We the cards that should be graded, we grade up. I had a, mm-hmm. uh, a rookie how last week that was fake, and we told oh, really? it. Yeah, we saved some. We saved. I saved one of my uh, friends. And, and that's the thing. I have a Gretzky. Yep. And it's a copy. Oh, that's bad news. I already news. know that. Okay. But I have his second year, and I have Messier's, and I have Bork signed. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, Bork so, signed. Yeah, he was here. Yeah. Now, any of these cards, they should be um, authenticated or graded, and we tell you which ones are worth spending the money on because it costs money to authenticate them. But your Gret, your or without a doubt, um, you'd be being cheated. Not cheated, but I guess the right word. Uh, you'd be undervaluing it if you don't sell it graded. They just sell the exact same card that'll sell for $3,000 ungraded. I'll get it graded up. It's exactly the same card, and I'll get 4500 for it. You know what I mean? Because yeah, they want I, to trust totally their, agree with you. their investment grade. So we can help you with that, and you might have other cards to send in, uh, like the checklist. If the checklist from that set is unmarked, centering counts. We are experts. I wrote the, pri- the Hockey News Price Guide, I think, in... 30 years ago. Um, I was 20 years. It was a long time ago. I mean, it's tough. But right. I wrote I wrote a price guide uh, many years ago. So I know the cards backwards and forwards. I just don't do as much with them because you don't get the real old collections anymore. And I don't care about this new stuff. Well, I mean, like it I just say, doesn't I've, do it I've, for I've, me. I've, I, I've got baseball cards with Seaver and Nolan Ryan. Yeah. And, 69, 70. Yeah. And I've got Sheriff um, Coins and... Yeah, no, no. Then you should be coming to see me. We can help you out. Either you want to sell them, and the ones you have to get graded because it takes time to get it graded. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can do that. The other ones that are by sets, I can sell them by sets. Um, you just have to be careful on uh, when you transport, making sure that you just keep them in the packages, okay? Yeah. So, but you got give your number to the producer here, Duncan. Okay. And I will get, we'll talk off air because there's a lot of people out there who want to know about purses and costume jewelry and they don't care about hockey cards. Okay. But I do. Right. eh? Okay. Thanks a lot for the call and just hang on and he's going to get your phone number. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Welcome back to the Simon Heroes. We're here live down here. There's room text to hear phone calls all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere. Stuff, stuff. We're going to get what? Hold on. I want to just give Jerry our number. We lost him there. Um, my cell number, because this is a nice, if he's got an or rookie, that's a big card. Uh, 647-298-8989. Or you can call us at my store, which is 905-737-4653. Okay, go on to the next call. Uh, well, next call, we have uh, Rick on the line. Oh, okay. Hey, Rick. Yes, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. How you doing? How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. I think you have, you've got news for us. Yes, we have some news. Uh, I want to talk about this great opportunity. We have this amazing property, this amazing home coming up for sale this week. Okay. Uh, it's in the highly desirable and sought-after area of uh, Guildwood. That's in the Markham Road and Kingston Road neighborhoods, close to the uh, schools. It's close to the lake. It's close to parks. It's close to shops. What an incredible property this is. Um, and to describe it, it's, it's, it's a beautiful three-bedroom home 
with a finished basement uh, sitting on a beautifully manicured lot. Uh, the basement itself also has an English pub-style bar, which great for entertaining. Uh, the house itself is lovely home, loads of curb appeal. It's in one of the most desirable neighborhoods you can imagine. Talk about location, location, location. This is the one. So if anyone listening is interested in buying a home, or if they have children that are looking to buy a home, maybe they're first-time buyers. Because remember, we don't just sell homes. We help people buy homes. We turn no one away. So we would love to put someone in this home. Uh, so it's an opportunity that everyone should be looking at and taking advantage of. Uh, I wanted to mention that we will be holding an open house next Sunday. So that's October 6th. Uh, so all are welcome. And if they want to call me and find out more details about this home, they should uh, before anybody else grabs it. So, again, it's Rick DeBackle from Royal LePage Real Estate Professionals. And my phone number is, and I'll say a slow ball, 416-258-3972. Or they can call you, Paul. But you've seen the property. It's absolutely beautiful. You know, uh, I think it's an opportunity here to live in an amazing neighborhood, and it's open to everyone that wants to come and see it. And it's reasonable. This is still it's a reasonable, reasonable area of Toronto. It still is, yes. I mean, you've got, you can uh, walk to the park. You can walk to the lake. It's a highly desirable and sought-after area. Good, good, good. So we're going to be emptying this house. It'll be taking photos. It'll be an open house when? Next Sunday? Next Sunday. Perfect, perfect. So we'll be giving details, so they'll have to. Call, they can call me at the store after Wednesday, and mm-hmm. it'll be next. It's next Sunday, Thanksgiving. No, it's the one after. Oh, okay, okay. Well, we're good. Yeah, you're that fast. Okay, good, good, good. And it'd be yeah, okay. Yeah. Now on this area, now there's. A, I think someone called me yesterday. We might have two in this area. I because yes, someone I else called me yesterday. For you. Pardon? Yes. So, I did look up the property. Apparently, it has a, an in-ground pool. So uh, I think we'll do well on that one as well. Why does someone need an in-ground pool and then you're the lake? I'm well, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, no problem. So I'm going to be Perfect. seeing you next week then as well then. Okay, good, good, yes. good. Yes. Now, we want to sure go. A lot of people will be looking forward to it. So we want you, and we'll be cleaning out the house, getting it ready for sale. Um, we'll mm-hmm. be there on, I think, Wednesday to uh, right. get everything ready. We have a crew right. going in to get it all ready and do all that stuff. Okay, this is perfect. Yes. And so hit the market a, a day or two after that, uh, and then we'll be all ready for the open house on Sunday. And, uh, you know, the house will be available, and uh, people can call us for details. You know, they should call and, and get into uh, seeing this property before someone else, because it won't last. Got it. Okay. Perfect. Thank- I know you're busy today, and that's why you're in early. I will talk to you later, because our boards are full today as well. And Great. I will talk to you later on. I'll see you next week, and we'll talk about you in the week as well. And great. people Have want a great day, guys. Thanks. Anyone wants to call about this property can call me at the store as well, or you can call my cell number, which is 9647-298-8989. And I do answer my call. If I don't answer right away, I try and get back to people. Yeah, but right now we're focusing on people calling into the show about their stuff. And okay. the number to reach us right now is 416 416- Three six zero zero seven four zero. That's the important number right now. Is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. Let's get back to the board. We got a uh, sheriff in Mississauga. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Can you hear us? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, welcome to the show. What do you got for us today? Okay, I have. 1846, six for uh, silver forks. Are they worth anything? If they're sterling, they're going to be worth that. Um, what we've got here with um, sterling is if there's only the six forks, if they're, if they're Canadian, they'll be worth more than silver. Um, if they're European, uh, matching up the patterns is what we – it has to be a good English maker – or it would have to be a good maker like a uh, French maker like Christoffel or uh, Pufacat or... Okay, so if it's just like a basic pattern, what are we talking about? Just, just weight? Just mainly weight, but 1840, age does not always help it. It has to be collectible because you've got to... On this deal here is with all antiques, you've got to have someone who wants it. 
It can be worth this. And I, and there's a lot of places. I even see it on the Antique Roadshow. Oh, it's worth $2,800. But if no one's willing to buy it for that, is it really worth that? You know, there's yeah. what we call the, the value and what people are, the gold price. What someone, what a willing buyer will buy it for and what a willing seller will sell it at. But silver, the melt for sure is available. And unless it's a good maker or a Canadian, people connect, connect collect early Canadian silversmiths, but then I'd have to see it. Okay? Okay. So then that's basically what it is. So it's a, it's a weight usually, if unless it's something like really good, then it kind of stands and out. And if he's dated to 1846, Canadian stuff is hard to date that close. It's probably going to be English. Okay. So uh, you have to bring something like that. Should bring something like that into our store so we can get a little better, better look of the markings on it. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the call. We're going to go to Irene in Toronto. Hi, Irene. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. Um, my husband has here something he thinks may be worth something, so I, I want to check with you guys. Okay. It's just um, a little nickel, American nickel from 1937. It has a buffalo on one side and a uh, a Nate American Native man on the other. Yeah, but no, there's certain variations, but most of them done. They're worth like a dollar. Uh, they're not made out of silver. They made a lot of nickels. It's hard to see the date on some cases, but there are variations in the American uh, nickels that I have to go and look in the book. Like they'll have one that says it's got three legs for the buffalo and it's worth a thousand dollars, and then the regular nickels are worth still worth a dollar. Um, you got to remember, the United States is a large country. They made a lot of the stuff. The ones that are really worth a lot of the money are, are the errors or the varieties, okay? And that happens with a lot of the coins. Um, and like I say, 1948 Canadian silver dollars can be worth 600 to $6,000, where a 1949 is worth $12. You know what I mean? It's... Oh. It's the, the mintages, how many they minted, made of them. The United States is a large company, a large country, and nickels, um, they were used back then. It's just where. Now, also comes back to, we were talking about the gentleman who had uh, those hockey cards earlier on. Condition. If the condition is mint for a 1937, like it hasn't been used, no bag marks, nothing like that, then that comes into play as well because there's a lot of worn nickels out there, but there's not many nickels that are mint. Uh -huh. Like we sold yesterday a bag of 1963 uh, mint bag of pennies, and we ended up getting like 10 cents a piece, which is not a lot of big thing, but it was like we got 10 times the value of the pennies, even though 1963 is not that great a thing, but all of the pennies in there are going to be mint. They were still red, uh -huh. Okay. So condition means a lot. And I, that goes with a, what a lot of people have in their homes. You know, it's like if something can be regular, but if it's in mint condition, that will help sell it. Okay? Right. Can I ask you about sure. what, one item that's uh, mine? It was yep. belonged to my grandmother. It, it's, uh, I believe, a Royal Dalton plate, but it Cardinal Wolsey on it. Yeah, they're about 30 to $50. Oh, Wow. You know, was, I, I remember many years, maybe 30 years ago, I asked uh, someone in an antique store, and, and they told me $115. Yeah, so I thought if I hung on to it, <laughs> you know, it would get more. But you're saying less now, eh? Yeah, no, this is, I was in a house this week, and they had the, the Royal Daltons, they were $30, $40, and in the corner they had a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, pail, like, you know, the garbage pail they put in a child's room. Yeah. And that was worth $350, oh. and their uh, Royal Daltons were worth $30. Oh, that's too so, bad. No, no, but that, they were happy. They were saying, what? You know, and yeah. I, this happens a lot of times. I Like, if I'm working for you, say that you, you're you downsizing and I'm coming in, I'm going to tell you all the prices. I would tell you that pail's worth $350, your Daltons are worth this. When I, But on the other times, I... Nothing makes me a little bit happier than going to some of these house sales or downsizing sales where these people think they know everything, mm -hmm. and then I'll go and pick out. They'll have the Daltons at $75. I'll never get that money for it. And in the kid's room, they'll have a bunch of Atari games and stuffed into a pail like that, and they'll give away $500 worth of stuff. Well, here, take this for $3, Paul. You know, And I say, okay, that wow. seems like a good deal. I'm, I'm not into ego. I'm into more of just making the money. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of people, yeah. are, they underestimate that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, the Dalton plate was not a good investment. Ah. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, but you got to enjoy it all these years. Oh, How's yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I have it here in my china cabinet, and every time I look at it, it's, you know, I think about my grandmother, and yeah, it's it's a beautiful plate. He's got his red robes on. and Is that worth more than $35? That oh, smile yeah. it brings to your face. Yeah. And the thoughts of your my grandmother is like, I mean, how can you replace that, okay? Uh, yep. Yep. And that's why I'm telling people, I want people to write down the stories. If you're going to pass this down to your grandkids or anyone, tell them the story. Oh, yeah. You got to do this. You just write on, don't write on, write on the plate, write on a piece of paper and tape the paper to the plate. Mm-hmm. But And the paintings, the same thing. And there's other things in people's houses. I'm, I'm sure people are listening right now and you look around the room you're in, there's going to be something in that room that's going to make you smile. You might want to sell it to me right away, but there's going to be something in that room that's going to make you smile Tell the story. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you this, while you're writing that story out, you'll even smile more. How's that? And, and you two guys have such a wonderful father-son relationship. And I, I used to always watch you on TV. Oh, thank and, you. And, um, yep, you're two really nice guys. Well, Bogey's worried, eh? We're 40 <laughs> years from now, he's going to look just like me. <laughs> he's going to be taller, but well, he's going he's worried about this. Well, then he'll be lucky if he looks like his dad, yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> thank you. <Okay. laughs> it's just like that, okay. Thank, thank you for the call. Okay. okay. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Cool. Oh, okay, so I'm here on a radio show getting roasted about my looks. Okay, <laughs> I see how it is. No, no, you're going to look like me 40 years from no, now. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. I, I really don't. Um, You'll be taller. <laughs> if you do want, if you want to call in right now, uh, the number to reach us is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. Again, that is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. We're gonna go to Mike in Tottenham. Hey, Mike. Hello. Hi. Hey, welcome to the show. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I have a um, uh, tie pin. Uh, it's a um, it's about uh, two inches long. Uh, it's got a slide bar on it, ten karat gold uh, slide bar. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've really never seen them before. Uh, like I've had it for about fifty-five years. It was my grandfather's. Okay. And uh, it's got a, a ruby in the middle of it. Okay. Well, what I'm going to I got bad good news and bad news for you. Gold is almost $2,000 an ounce. That's the good news. And most of what we do with this stuff is melted because um, a lot of people aren't wearing ties. We had that one episode. We had 75,000 ties. We still still have some of them. Yeah. Um, and it gets melted because the fashions from before, and this happens with jewelry, men's jewelry mm-hmm. and women's jewelry, is on it changes. And the gold value is has usurped the value of the um, the item. So your the gold value on your pin might be $150, and someone's willing to pay $50 as a tie pin. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh-huh. And the ruby's not going to help it. Rubies, and um, when we get rubies and emeralds, in, um, unless they're big wonking over, over a carrot, and if we get them in the jewelry, we leave them in there. We don't even take them out. It's too hard to take out. We just put them in the melt. Okay. Um, just um, rubies and emeralds used to be better, but they got the man-made ones now. And they've killed that market. And I wonder what's going to happen with diamonds. When now they have these man-made diamonds, mm-hmm. I wonder what's going to happen to the original diamonds. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's uh, the, what I'm thinking on that. But on um, this, you, you can melt it. But unless it's collectible, if it said John Deere on it or if it said uh, GM or it said a company that Coca-Cola, then it'd be collectible a bit more. Okay, yeah. and people collect that. When once you have the cross collectors in there, now people collect one thing, and then, and like I say, they'll, no one collects tie pins. I don't think. But no. They'll collect Coca Cola. They'll collect uh, um, GM, Ford, something like that. Oh okay? yeah. Okay, and yeah. this is where the value comes up because, and as a tie pin, it's actually a little bit more desirable that way because it doesn't take up a lot of room. Yeah. Okay. I know. Yeah. People yeah. who have, some people who get their collections get so large. They can't buy anything because they got no place to put it. Okay? Yeah, right. Thank you very much for okay. the call. Thank you. I, okay. Okay, what? You no, I was going to talk about, I was going to, one other thing about Danish, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is not that old. A, one of those little action figures, one of the guys that's six inches tall, mm. they're, they're for sale for some of them up to $1,000 of the still in the packages. Wow. 
That's for right. a toy. And this is why people ignore that part. They, they, they know about the Roald Dalton's. And the yeah, but painting. toys must be played with. They are, but the ones that aren't, people are willing to pay lots of money for it. Now, after, I don't know if we're going, are we going to break now? Now, before we go to the break, I want to talk about vintage purses. Okay. Because it's almost, we got it's almost like we talk about the cups and saucers, and I say some cups and saucers were $10 and some were $2,500, and they don't know the difference on them. And we talk about that, you know, the, the roses, and we talk about Ainsley and, and Paragon and, and the, uh, the roses inside the bowl, and those are worth a lot of money. And sir, people are going around, uh, going to people's houses and saying, oh, I'll buy that for $10 and it's a $2,500 cup and saucer, mm. which I don't think is fair. That's why we do the consignment thing, what we do. But at, we're going to talk about vintage purses. I know it's funny. We go from sport. What do you know about vintage purses? No, nothing. Do you but they're learn? expensive. Do you want to learn something? Okay, shoot. Do you know that some of the Hermes purses are up to $100,000 for a purse? Okay, that should be the extent of the purse talk. No, 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 no. But no, there's other ones. Designer purses are worth a lot of money. And people think just, if someone's offering you $500, and if you don't know that the purse is, that could be a lot of money for a $1,000 purse. It's not a lot of money if the purse is worth 100 Gs. Okay, well, hold your purse talk for just a second. If you do have anything, if you have if you old toys, gold coins, lamps, dishes, arts, cups and saucers, maps, records, old records, uh, old bottles, custom jewelry, any type of jewelry, old photos where we were into anything. If you do want to call in and talk about it, get an appraisal about it, get an appraisal about your friend's item, your family uh, member's item, something that's been sitting there for a long time or you just bought it from a garage sale, we are those appraisers. We are the consignment heroes. If you do want to contest us right now, the number to reach us is 416-360-0740. We're still going to be live for the next about 15 to 20 minutes. So if you want to get it in, get it in now. The number to reach us is 416 360 Zero seven four. You just interrupted it. Do you want to say it? I mean, say it slower. The toll-free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Simon Heroes. We're here live down here at the Zoomerplex, taking your phone calls all about stuff, your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. What are you saying? No, I want to talk about. Okay, before we go into that, there about what we do. A lot of people, and I get this question. I we say on this show, we take care of everything. We're not just an expert on one thing. I either I don't know about it. I have other people who will help me. Okay, I know I know people who do know about it because all the time I get in and I'm helping someone do it and says, "Oh, you don't buy this," or "Do you know? Do you buy this?" or "Do you don't buy this?" I says, "Yes, we do the entire house. We take the stress out. We're doing a house this week. We are taking all the stress out. We are taking everything that they don't want is going to be gone. Okay, we're like butchers." When we're done with a house and someone's downsizing, there is no cow left. There is no house left. Okay? What if we you're do vegan? everything. You're missing my point again. When we're done, the house is gone and, and, and we take all the stress and we'll move you to your next house. Like we You're going to physically pick someone up and move them? No, we move their stuff. Okay. With the stuff they have left. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That we do everything. A lot of people are surprised. I mean, they're surprised that we actually know all this. I was a generalist antique dealer. Okay, I know everything from cut glass to uh, china to furniture. So I don't like watches. You're going to put that on your resume, a generalist. It'll have to do. Uh, go. Okay. Go to the board. Um, we're going to go to Glenn in Toronto. Hey, Glenn. Hey, Bogey. How you doing? Oh, it's Mr. Pie Man. That's who it is. Glenn. Who do you think is going to win more games, Raptors or Leafs? Oh, I'd say Leafs. Oh, okay, now wow. we have a bet going. Okay, got it. Okay, how can I help you today? Well, I just called in and say a great show as always. And uh, I know we met earlier this week and we were talking about tickets and programs from events in Toronto. And I just wanted to bring you up to date on what some of the ones that are hot. I was just at the antique show at the CNE, CNE right now. Okay. That's more you know furniture and dishes and things like that but uh the nostalgia shows are typically where you find these tickets and toronto has such a legacy for sports and rock and roll and other historic events whether it be you know kennedy was here but some of the bigger yeah. tickets you find of course are maple leaf gardens tickets oh yeah yeah we were talking about that 10 point game was i far off on the price i had on that no no that was bang on and of course there's horton's last game and uh oh yeah the 
game seven uh, or game six in 67 when they won their last cup and saw Chuck's 100 shutout. But even some of the rarer tickets and one that I personally haven't seen, and it's definitely worth in the thousands, if somebody has a ticket stub from Elvis playing Maple Leaf Gardens. Oh, yeah. Okay. He only played five times outside of the USA because he was totally paranoid guy, didn't want to travel, didn't like flying. So he only came once to Canada, and he, in 1957, he played the Gardens. I've never seen a ticket stub, or a program for that matter. How about the first game at Maple Leaf Gardens? What would that I've be never, worth, ticket stub? A ticket stub would probably worth ten to 20000 but a program's wow. worth about three to five. You know, Glenn, one day i got to have you in the show here with me. When yeah, well, because I know you know your stuff. Where do I get, Bogart seat? Sure, take the day off. <laughs> Yeah, I no. want his paycheck. I want Bogart's paycheck. Oh then. yeah, oh, oh he'll he won't you. be happy. <laughs> he, he won't be happy. Wait a minute, I'm paying you too much. He was at Fenway yesterday for the day. Went and saw the uh, the Red Sox play. Oh, really? Tremendous. Yeah, yeah. A lot of history there. There's great stuff from uh, Boston. Just the history of sports and college and Harvard and all that. But I know Paul. Over the years, you've found so many pieces. But these people now, they probably don't realize. That's some it. Some of this stuff is worth, and particularly if it's in good condition, because a lot of things that are that old are really beat up. But if it's somebody that was, you know, sort of very particular about their items and put them in a drawer, yeah. the price could be unbelievable. What would a jersey be worth? Say 1950s, anybody, your jersey from Maple Leafs. The last one I sold was an Armstrong. I got 85000 for it. Oh, so. 85. That would change someone's life for a minute or two. But yeah, we, you also do the authentication, right? Yeah, we had to get a photo match, which is not hard to do because they wore those jerseys for a whole year. Yeah. Now they wear them for a game, so it's it's very difficult. Like, if you have a current player's jersey, it's not worth that much because they play them for one game and then they give them to a charity or something. But back in the day, these yeah. guys were given two jerseys, home and away, play the whole year with it. Yeah, yeah. No, but people have this in their basements. They don't even know it. And like yeah. I say, and you'd be able to buy it right away, right? I mean, well, right I away. I Armstrong in a basement, and I probably could have got it for next to nothing, but I paid them a fair price. Now, it ended up going a little more than I thought. I paid 45000 for it, but I thought I was going to get fifty-five to sixty. and the gentleman was, uh, it was his estate. They were selling stuff off, so they didn't even want that for it, but <laughs> I, I gave them that. But as it turns out, I did very well anyways because I had a couple of bidders that really push push the price up and end up going for even more than I thought it would. Wow, wow. But tell, thank you for calling in, but like our board's full, but today, and you know something? This is why people have to, they've got lottery tickets in their basement, like that guy with $550,000 in his goal, in the safety deposit box. People have this stuff in their basements, they don't even know it. And that's why I tell you about people writing stories, tell them that Uncle Ed played in the NHL. And you know yeah. something? And if they see a Leafs jersey and they don't know it's from the 1930s, which would probably be worth, what, twenty, thirty thousand, 30000 and they don't, don't know that Uncle Ed, whoever it is, played in an NHL, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and, I mean, the show that you and Bogey have is great service for the people, and they should call in. It's a great opportunity to at least, you know, they can also go meet you at your store, but just the ability just to sit at home, relax, call in, and ask questions about some of these items. There could be some real shocked people out there. Thanks a lot. I'll talk All to right. you later. Thanks, Glenn. Great show. Thank Thanks. you. Bye. Bye. He thinks the Leafs are going to win more. Go to the next call. <laughs> okay. No, the board's full. Uh, let's go to uh, Tony in Richmond Hill. Hey, Tony. Hi. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you. First time. Um, I have a baseball ball here. It's got uh, about 18 signatures on it, and it's got the first one I can read is Frank Thomas. Uh, Ozzy Smith. Uh, White Sox ball. Pardon? White Sox? That'd be White Sox. Uh, Who else is on it? Uh, Ozzy Smith. And it's got uh, Joe Carter at the bottom of the, of the oh, baseball. Oh, that can't be. Might be an all-star ball. Yeah. Okay. 18, yeah. eh? Might be uh, 18, from... Now yeah, 18 it's, signatures. Now, it's funny. The guy you were just, who was just on the line two minutes ago is the guy who helps me. Um, with authenticate because he brings in the people who authenticate from the states, something mm -hmm. like that. You'd want to get it authenticated, and then you can sell the ball for more. If you sell that ball as an eighteen signature ball without any um, uh, certification or provenance on it, um, it's not going. It'll sell for me. I don't know who else on maybe hundred dollars, but.
But if you get it certified and they know all the autographs are good, it might be a two, three, four, five hundred dollar ball. I'd have to see who else the other autographs on. And the month, one thing that happens when you got it, and if any of the people are no longer with us, if they're all with us yeah. and still signing balls, that's not going to help your cause. Okay? Yeah, I think I think this ball was in uh, 1997. I think that the, the person got it in, in Texas. I think it went to Texas. Or something. Well, I think it was when Walmart when Walmart first uh, came uh, to. Yeah, and, what you're uh, going to have to do is bring in. We can date the ball by the people who are on it. This uh-huh. is where we do the research. My friend Glenn has got a library that stretches a whole wall. Like he's got 500 books, and he doesn't do. He uses the internet, but he'd rather look it up on on in the books. Okay, right. And the research is just as important. A lot of things. I I, I have one of those photographic memories, so I remember a lot of stuff. But sometimes you want to get the exact detail. And uh, the the research on a lot of the items is what makes the is uh, what makes the price. Okay, right. it's the story. It's it's research. Just another word for story. Okay. Because thanks a lot for the call. Okay. But, uh, can I can I uh, bring it in the store? Back? Yeah, bring it in the store like that. I don't have to go you know from place to place like that. Can I have the address of the store? So Ten thousand three forty one Young Street, North Major Mac, south of the beer store. Okay. Major Mike. South okay. of the beer store. Yeah, you'll see us in the plaza. Okay, thank you very much for the call. Thanks for the call. Uh, we're going to go to Joan in Cambridge. Hello, hey, Joan. Good morning. Good morning, welcome to the show. Thank you. I have a gold chain and 18 karat gold, and yep. I was told that it's 40 grams. Okay, now that's easy to figure out. That's going to be around $1,600. Okay, oh, gold. Well, I was told 600 no. Not by me, you wouldn't be. No, no. It depends on when you got graded. See, this is why the second, remember I told you a person was quoted $1,000 on watches, and I just, we just go to our, I'm, I don't care what the other guy wants, you know, gives you a quote Can on. Can I ask you something? Yep. Sure. Could I, when you come to the South Works, I'm right near there. Yep. Could I bring it in and show it to you? Sure can. You got my cell number. I gave it out earlier on. But, I and also, I'm, I'm going to get, it's not, it's 647. Six four seven two nine eight two nine eight eight nine eight nine two nine eight eight nine eight nine eight eight. I got arthritis and it's hard to write. See, Bogart eight, people nine, eight nine. <laughs> okay. When, when might you be in this area? Um, probably next Wednesday, but I have a person on Monday maybe going through. On, um, but what you can do is send me a picture of that. The, to my cell. That's my cell. I'll see the picture, and I'll be able to figure out the mark, okay? but And call me, or you can call the store, 905-905-737-4653. And with that... 4653. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah, those are all your venues. You can go down to contact us and get six hundred dollars is ridiculous. And get like a right, right. Well, that's the thing. Is like the thing is, some people won't won't know that sometimes if it's like a ten carat necklace or something, yeah, that's a little bit more closer to what it would be. But eighteen carat is a lot more. Like there's a lot more gold in it for the weight. Yeah, so it's easy math. I gotta say something. I know we got calls there. I gotta give the gold prices and ten carat gold this week. Copy these down, okay? Even uh, it's twenty-two thirty for ten karat gold. Now it can go up and down depending on the price of gold. Fourteen karat gold is approximately thirty-one twenty-two, and eighteen karat gold is forty fourteen. So that's why when you got forty fourteen times forty grams, that was that's how you get that sixteen hundred bucks. Yeah. Now this is important. And this is someone just said that not everyone's into the grams and stuff like that. And they just look at the piece and they hold it in their hand. And they say someone offered them six hundred dollars. That might seem like a lot, and that's why the second opinion is so important here. Because someone else going through the numbers, and I just said sixteen hundred. If it's eighteen carat, it weighs forty grams. They're getting sixteen hundred dollars from me. Minimum. Minimum. Like, it might have some sort of other values on it, like you know, you got diamonds, gems, whatever. No, I don't care about those. No, I'm just saying that, like you know, some people have there is resale value on some bracelets that are actually really nice. They yeah. look really nice, so it might not just be the gold weight. But in the case that person, this person was giving you six hundred bucks, they're giving it for the gold weight, and that was not even an accurate amount. Yeah, no, no, that's because there are people out there, right, trying to pay ten dollars a gram for ten carat. They're paying fourteen. I know, I know, but hey. it's it's about 
It's a point, Bogart, because people I don't want people to get ripped off. Okay. Even if you don't sell it to me, I don't want them getting ripped off by someone else. Go to the next call. Okay. Hey, we're going to Natalie in Toronto. Hi, Natalie. Hi. Hi, welcome to Simon Heroes. Hey. Um, I have a painting, or I think it's a watercolor. Yep. By Ruth, I don't know, don't know if I'm going to pronounce her name right, uh, Badarian or Badarian, B-A-D-E-R-I-A-N. Is it a listed artist? That's the artist, yeah. No, is it a listed artist? Yes. What does it mean, listed? Listed. All- like, if you've seen, if you go, to, sometimes going, I'm not trying to take away some of our secrets, but someone gives me an, uh, an artist, I'm looking online to see yes, if there's sales online. And yeah. if it's, a, if it's, um, if I can't find it there, and sometimes we just punch in the wrong words, this is where um, it's, it's, it's just, it's decoration. Yes. Now there's certain ones that won't be online because it's so they're so expensive. Like you're not going to find someone selling a uh, Da Vinci in um, on uh, eBay. That ain't going to happen. Okay, right. so that's the thing. But a lot of the lesser names. If you bought something from a Toronto gallery, and and sometimes if they're selling a piece for a thousand dollars, and you go bring it in the next day, and you bought it from, you say, "What do you offer me? Offer me for this?" And they offer you fifty dollars. Then you know it's not a good investment. Okay. Right. So right. that's part of it. On, uh, I'd yeah, have to. You could send me a picture. Internet. Send me a picture to the store on art. It's mainly I got to see it, and I can do the research there because I have my books and see if it's a listed artist. If it's a listed artist, that means they're listed. That means people want to buy it. Yeah, our art is always tough because you usually have to see that in person. It's hard to describe it unless it's like got a whole household name. Yeah, what are you pointing at? The last person on the board because we're running out of show. No, we, I, before- we don't have time. I would, lo- I would love to. Sorry we couldn't get to all the calls, but... Uh, I know that you did that deliberately so we wouldn't talk about purses. What? No, definitely. I didn't want to talk about purses. You, you know more about purses. I don't. Next purses. week, we're going to talk about purses. Says who? No, because there are people buying purses and you think you're getting a good money for it. And if it's a $100,000 purse, you get $500 for it. That's not a good price. If it's a $700 purse and you're getting $400 for it, that's probably fair from a dealer. You want to know, but a lot of people don't know. They don't know about purses like they don't know about cups and saucers, like they don't know about gold. Why? They just want to enjoy the stuff Why and they bought it. Rant? I'm not like ranting. You're ranting. It's a purse. And what did a purse ever do to you? Is someone, <laughs> someone hit you the purse this weekend? Is no. Is what happened? No, but I saw a purse that someone sold for not very much money. And vintage clothes are money. This is why I'm saying we do everything. So your public service announcement is saying do not get ripped off by purses because you saw one person get ripped off by a purse. No. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, just okay. If you if you want to bring a person, if you want to bring a painting in, if you want to bring anything into our store that you couldn't talk about on the show, or you missed us, or we're going to talk about it next week. This, our store is ten thousand three forty one Young Street, Unit Number Two on Young Street North, Major Mackenzie. Uh, it's always great having everybody here. Hope to see you at the store. Um, tune in next week. No, no, not yet. I want people to call me. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.